Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified microdosing practitioner, menstrual cycle coach, and feminine embodiment mentor. And I'm on a mission to break taboos around women's bodies, periods, and psychedelics. On this show, we're exploring all things spirituality, sexuality, mysticism, and empowerment. Come along as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. I am so excited about today's guest. Allison Cullen is a podcast host, she is a business coach, and she coaches through the lens of human design. Now, I originally found Allison because of her epic podcast called You Do Woo, which I was so grateful to be welcomed as a guest on, and because we connected on Instagram, and I just loved her vibe and everything she's about. And so she was so gracious to come here on the show today to talk all about human design, to talk about how she found it, how it's changed her world, and also how it's helping people build the life of their dreams. But before we get started, this episode is sponsored by my brand new 10-week group coaching journey, Cyclical Microdosing, Reconnecting with Your Cycle, Womb, and Divine Feminine Within. Is this you, babe? You feel deeply disconnected from your current life and feel like you're meant for something more. You long to check out of hustle culture and step into your divine feminine energy. You're feeling called to work with plant medicine, but you want support on your journey. And you desire a deeper connection with your cycle. You want to honor your body as sacred. And you want to heal your womb wounds in relationship with a sacred sisterhood. Well, If you said yes to any of those things, then my groundbreaking new group integration journey, Cyclical Microdosing, is for you. It combines what I call the Holy Trinity, Cyclical Living, Womb Reconnection, and Plant Medicine. And it is designed to bring you back home to yourself and help you heal the places within your soul you have long neglected. During this intimate 10-week online community experience, you'll come together with other women who long to heal their deepest wounds and let their wild feminine rise. What makes this so revolutionary? Well, we are combining the power of intentional plant medicine with cyclical living and womb reconnection to help you uncover your blocks, rise into your soul's highest evolvement, learn to harness your desires, and feel more in tune with your body than ever before. You'll engage in deep mental, emotional, and somatic work so you can fully step into your most amazing life, reclaim the goddess, and let your wild feminine rise. Doors open for the pro- doors open for this program May first, with the first live calls happening the week of May eleventh. Doors open for the program May 1st with the first live calls happening the week of May 28th. And get this, right now, you can get a free one-on-one consult call with me to talk all about my cyclical microdosing protocol, how to implement it in your life, and we can talk more about working together. So if that sounds good, head to the show notes and get your free session with me now. Now, without further ado, please help me welcome Allison to the Light Within podcast Thank you so much for joining us today. 
Thank you so much, Leslie. It's an honor to be on here. Well, the first question I ask everybody is, what ignites your light within? Oh my gosh. Well, my career, work. We'll talk about that more. I'm a generator in human design, but like my my work is my passion and it freaking lights me up every day. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about your work. So for those <laughs> folks who do not know you, talk about who you are, what you do, and what you're so passionate about. Yes. So I'm actually a podcast host. My podcast is called the You Do Woo Podcast. And I started that actually before I started even coaching. So I'm a business coach, but through the lens of human design, I started my podcast in the summer of 2020 and was sort of playing around with human design readings that, you know, giving it to family and friends and then started um, offering it to people I didn't know um, and then went into business coaching. So that is what I do. So I love this because I have talked about human design forever ago on the podcast, like season one. Um, and so, and we didn't really dive that deeply into it. And we certainly didn't talk about it in the light of like business. So let's first just talk for those folks who might be hearing this for the first time, like what the fuck is human design and (laughs) what's it all about? Yeah. So human design is in like layman's terms. It's almost like one of those personality type tests, but you can't fib on it or pick your own like person, you know, mm-hmm. you know how they have like the Myers-Briggs, whatever, Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, and no shade against any of those. Cause they've brought a lot of insight into my life, but human design is a little bit more like astrology where you go put in your birth time and then you get the results. And I love astrology as well. And I'm learning more and more about it every week, I feel like, but I feel like human design is a little bit more, um, grounded and structured than sometimes astrology can be for some people. And again, no shade to astrology, so valuable. But to me, it's, there's some things where I'm like, I don't understand all the planets, all the, you know, all of the different things changing all the time. Human design um, has five basic types. They're simple to remember, and that's a great place to start. And then you could have like 10 years worth of more information if you want to dive in further. Does that help? Yeah, for sure. So it's basically a way to know yourself. Yes. It's a way to know how to utilize your energy or your lack of energy in your body. Yeah. And how did you find it? So I actually, I don't even remember the podcast that I was listening to. It was in 2018. Um, I'm a mom now. I got pregnant in late 2018. So it was before, it was like while I was trying to get pregnant And in that time, you know, I don't know, like if you're trying to conceive, you like try to do all of the different things. So I was on this health journey and, and spiritual journey and just trying to figure out all of the different things that I needed to do before becoming a parent. Mm -hmm. Um, and I found human design that way, found out that I was a generator, which is one of the five types. It resonated a ton, but I didn't really start diving in deep until I had my daughter in September, 2019. She was born and I found out she was a reflector, which Mm -hmm. is less than one person of the population. So I had no intention on really studying it or becoming certified or using it in coaching. But because I found out she was a reflector the day after she was born, I really started 
finding out about all the different types, found out my husband's a projector. I have like all of the types in, in all of my close circle. So that was really interesting. And it like piqued that interest. Then it wasn't until March, 2020, I used to work in the music industry. I don't know if you and I talked about this yet, but I used to work in the music industry in Austin had some clients in Austin, some clients in Nashville. It was the country music industry. Okay. And when the pandemic hit, that shut down. Mm. So I had some extra time to dive even further into human design and apply it to my already, like I had a business coaching business as well, but it, it was just sort of like a side thing. I applied it to that. Um, I applied it just to my personal relationships. And it was so potent with being able, like using it as a manifestation tool, just being like getting really clear on the life that I wanted, the career that I wanted, which the career, a career is honestly not important for everybody, but for a generator like you and I, Mm -hmm. it is important. Um, and the life I wanted and like the different things that needed to change. And I just slowly started implementing it and sharing it with friends and family and all doing readings for friends and family started the podcast. Cause I would get the same questions all the time. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast. And then I can just be like, listen to episode one, listen to episode seven. Here you go. I don't have to waste time, like regurgitating all of this information and then started charging for human design readings. And then it wasn't until about a year and a half later that I started really doing just business coaching through the lens of human design. Yeah. And I bet that would be so potent too, because, you know, the, our business is such an extension of ourselves in a lot of ways for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to a friend about this the other day about how it's really just a lesson in like self-healing to be a small business owner, to oh be God, like yeah. your aunt, to be an entrepreneur. And so I can imagine that having something as Im- important and potentially impactful as human design to help you understand yourself and then yourself through the lens of your business could be just like, ugh, chef's kiss. Yes. And it's so crazy too. Um, I think human design is catching on a lot in the world. Thank goodness. But I view business differently because, you know, there's all the like business strategy out there, like figuring out who your competition is and your target market and whatever. And through the lens of human design, none of that really exists. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, like people all the time will come to me, they'll get a reading and they'll be obsessed with it. And then they'll say, well, is it okay if I go get certified and become a human designer? I'm like, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I don't, you know, is it a saturated market? Da, da, da. I'm like, this doesn't exist. All of this is an illusion. The idea of a saturated market, like it doesn't freaking matter. Um, and I hope that every mother and every business owner gets certified in human design because it's just going to make the world a better place. And I don't care if I have to then pivot to do something bigger to make more money, you know, and not just be like the only human design person in Texas. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just all fake. It's sort of like politics, like all that illusion of scarcity or what, like, Mm. it's all a game. It's fake, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been reading a book called the soul of money who our Bijou suggested, yes. who I know is your friend and coach and who was my yeah. coach. And it talks just about that, about the whole illusion of scarcity and, and our whole culture's desire for more, more, more. Mm-hmm. And so from human, from a human design lens, it, it's fascinating that you're, you're looking at it this way of, I mean, it's just you, you and yourself and your business yeah. and the other 
shit doesn't really matter if you're saturated in the market or, or not. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah. If, the if every, if every woman knew about human design, how different our world would be, how happier, how much happier people would be. They'd be shifting their careers or like leaving their careers or do like doing whatever. And I'm like, I'd rather that like live in that world Mm -hmm. than to be the only human design reader. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's talk then about like why it's so impactful and, and can make, can make shifts in your life be, you know, the best thing ever. Right. Like, so like, mm-hmm. what is it about? And even if we need to break down like each human yeah. design type, like what is it about this particular method that can, I mean, really, it sounds like you're saying heal the whole collective when we mm-hmm. know ourselves this well. Yeah. Um, some of my human design mentors actually believe that human design is not going to be around forever, that it's only, it came in 1987. It was downloaded by the founder in 1987. It matches up very much with, um, genetics, all the, the, the human genome project and all of that kind of stuff. Like it's pretty crazy because when it, when the information came out, it didn't quite make much sense. It was very ethereal and Mm -hmm. spiritual woo woo sounding. And now that we're getting so much scientific information about human DNA, it's like, Oh, that adds totally up and it, it makes sense now. Mm -hmm. So, um, basically it's used, you can use it as an empowerment tool. And I think it's only meant to be around for a few decades. Like it started in 1987. I don't know how much longer it's going to last, but I think it's just going to help basically us to step into being more individualized Mm -hmm. and know that everybody has a very different way of living and being. And so that's why I say when I'm going to talk about the five types, because I think that'll help answer your question the best if I talk about the five types. But with those five types, that's just the first place to start. It's not like people are in five boxes, like one of five boxes. You have one of the energy type boxes and then there's, I mean, you could honestly do a 10 hour human design reading to go deeper into the nuances of you. So just so you know, like it's not like putting yourself in a box, but I think people will resonate with this and I'll give you a link to put in your show notes if you want, where people can go grab a free chart and grab a free cheat sheet that sort of goes through each aspect of their chart. Getting a reading is fine. And I'll, I'll do a code for your people if they do want to get a full reading, but they don't have to, they can just go do the cheat sheets and that will be very helpful. So if you feel like pausing, going and grabbing the cheat sheet and figuring out what you are, I'm going to talk about each of the five types really quick. Um, interestingly enough, Leslie and I are the same type. We're both generators. So I'm going to start there. So generators and manifesting generators, but I'm going to get to them in a second, but generators and MGs are most of the population, about 70%. We have the most energy within us. It's the sacral energy, which Leslie talks about all the time. That's your, that's the chakra that's around your womb. Mm -hmm. Um, we have the most life force energy to be able to build, create things, bring things to life. For generators and MGs, their career is of utmost importance. For all the other types, not so much. You can have a great career, you can enjoy it, it'd be fulfilling. But for us, if we do not have a career that is aligned and fulfilling, we will literally feel depressed <laughs> and dead inside. Yeah. I don't know if you felt Been that. There. Yeah. Yes. Um, We are very much designed to wake up in the morning with a full tank and utilize it in very fulfilling ways and then be exhausted at the end of the day. I go to bed at 8 p.m. 
Um, like that's just, I'm like done. Um, and I, it's interesting too, cause for generators and MGs, sometimes if you go too many days in a row without working, you can get depressed. Mm. Um, I find that four or five days is sort of my max. So even if I'm taking a vacation, I'll make sure that I do like a little bit of stuff every couple of days, even if it's just admin stuff or checking in, Mm -hmm. that's not a workaholic thing. That's just like a staying tapped into your purpose and Mm. fulfillment. Um, and that can look a lot of different ways, but I have had workaholic tendencies in the past. So I really have to, you know, balance this with, my feminine energy and put really big boundaries around. Cause I could work 12 hours a day, hmm. honestly. And I don't want to, like, yeah. I don't want to get, I don't, I want to work. Honestly, I think like five hours a day is my, my sweet spot, sometimes more, whatever. So that's generators and manigens. Okay. Um, manifestors are about 9% of the population. These are the people who are very much meant to lead, initiate, make things happen, start fires, and then delegate. Mm -hmm. They're very independent, autonomous. Freedom is of utmost important. They often can like see things from a future perspective. Mm -hmm. So manifestors are really magic in that way. And then to just let you know a little bit about it, like a manifesting generator has parts of them that are more generator and parts Uh of them that are more manifester. They have a lot of throat chakra energy and they might more so work on like a weekly basis. Generators really like to generate every day. Mm -hmm. Manifestors sort of have like two or three days a week that they're super on and then they want to rest or play Mm -hmm. the rest of the week. So, and then a Manny Jen is like, has both of those qualities. Projectors are really interesting. This type is about 20% of the population. They are actually not here to do or create. They are meant to be guides, teachers, consultants, advisors. They are meant to take things that are already in existence and make them more efficient. Mm. They're really only, they work on a daily basis, but only like two or three hours a day is Mm. best for them. Their biggest shadow is burnout. They try to act like generators or manigens and they can't, you know, so I'm married to a projector. I have a lot of projectors in my life. And so like healing from burnout, healing from adrenal fatigue, they need to step way more into their feminine. Mm. Um, Even guys that are projectors really need to be quite a bit more in their feminine. They're very sensitive to energy. They have a huge gift of understanding people and they're very, very efficient, can get more done in in two or three hours than a generator in 10 to 12. So really cool type. Um, And the last type is a reflector. So this is what my daughter was. This Mm -hmm. is less than 1% of the population. They're very unique beings. And all women really flow ebb and flow with the lunar cycle, but reflectors are even more so. And even reflector men, like they're very, very sensitive to the lunar the lunar transits. Mm. Um, and it's almost like they have, whereas generators and projectors work on a daily basis, manifestors work on a weekly basis, reflectors work on a monthly basis. Ah. So I mean, I do too. I have a lot more energy when I'm ovulating and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But reflectors are way more sensitive to that that monthly cycle. And they almost have little miniature themes of their lives that, hmm. that last 28 days. So they can be obsessed with one thing in May and then June it's on to something else. And, and sort of like knowing that that's okay mm-hmm. and they're allowed to always 
flow and pivot and all of that is a big deal. Reflectors, more than any other type, are very sensitive to their environment. This is actually why we moved. The main reason we moved from downtown Dallas, basically, out to the hill country, Mm. it was like too much for my daughter. Mm. And the second that we got here, she was just like so happy. She needs to be in nature. She needs to be doing things outside and, and all that kind of stuff. So reflectors really are sensitive to their environment more than any of the other types. So those are the five types. Yeah. And then you can go deeper from there. Awesome. I love that. And I love the the amazing explanation about like how much work each type really desires and really um, benefits from. And it's just so fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because what I will say from sharing from my own experience, knowing that I'm a generator, it is tough for me because I'm also so cyclical. Like I'm very devoted to living in my cycle. And mm-hmm. so there are times in my cycle when I pretty much have to force myself to rest because, you know, I'm bleeding or it's right before mm-hmm. my bleed or I'm just physically exhausted. And yeah. somewhere in my mind, there will be this thing telling me like, well, you could do this and this and this. And now I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, is that the generator? Is that the, is that the, the thing in the back of my head that's like, oh, well, you could do this, this, this. So it's just been tricky navigating both things together. Um, yeah. No. And, and I'm not someone who follows human design very closely, but knowing what I know about being a generator. Yeah. But also what knowing what I know about being uh, the sacral authority and then seeing what I do, it's like, how fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the deal is, is that we are, we're, no matter what type you were, you are, we were all raised in a generator world, but not the type of generator that human design talks about. It's mm-hmm. the like mind ego running everything up through your, your mind to make decisions instead of listening to that sacral yes or no. And that, I think that's the deal is because like when you are having a, like you're bleeding or you're just burned out or whatever, your mind is the one saying, keep going, but your sacral is actually saying stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, you true. know? Yeah. So yeah. And it's fascinating what you said about the fact that we were raised in a very generating do, 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 hustle, capitalist society Mm -hmm. that especially folks who are, you know, I'm in my mid thirties. So like we remember how it was in the early two thousands, late nineties when it was like really, really, really focused Mm -hmm. on generating. And it was still, you know, really shitty in the corporate world. I mean, it is today too, in certain, Mm -hmm. certain spots, but like, it's just so fascinating to me about how the way we were raised of course, has such an impact on us. But also when you look at it through the lens of human design, it's like, don't think that that's the generator, right? Yep. Yep. The generator generator has ebbs and flows of life force energy too. And it's not always about creating and doing and producing. Sometimes it's just about being excited about something and feeling a lot of euphoria about something and then giving that energy to other people. You don't have to physically give it. They'll, they'll soak it up just Mm -hmm. by being around you. So that could be being excited about a podcast episode or a TV series or whatever, or microdosing, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how has this helped as you've pivoted, right? So pivoted from the music industry, obviously that's when you really started doing the human design and, and what you're doing now, you know, how have, how have, has your own human design helped you personally? 
Well, it helped me pivot because I always have just made decisions logically and it's fine, whatever. I think I was meant to go through the experiment of doing that, you know, but then, you know, when something looks good on paper, but deep in your gut, you know, it's not right. (laughs) Right. Like there's guys, you know, people that you date that are like that and whatever. Um, I think it, it made me like, I couldn't not listen to my sacral anymore. Once you learn how to do it, it's very hard to ignore and it gets sort of addictive, like listening to it and then something working out and then Mm. listening to it and something working out. And you're like, well, that was way easier than I thought it was going to be. And that connection was perfect. And that was so kismet and whatever. So when you start seeing these things link together, you're like, well, now I just have to listen to my, to my sacral, you know? Um, Like, like to give an example today, I'm here in the hill country and tomorrow night uh, there's an event in Austin that I want to go to like my sacral saying yes. And logically it makes no sense. Like it is dumb of me to pick up my kid from school, drive an hour and a half, stay at my parents. That is, you know, just a whole thing. I just spent the whole weekend with my parents. So why am I going to go back and (laughs) do that again? And I love them, but it's just, it's a lot. And then drive back on Thursday morning. It makes no logical sense, but my sacral is like, yes, you need to do this. You need to have this connection with these people, you know? So I know there's a reason for it. And I know it's going to, there's going to be some connection or meeting or kismet situation that's going to happen because I'm listening. It's not going to be an easy thing. It doesn't logically make sense, but my body wants to do it and I'm going to listen and I'll, I'll keep you updated. But every time I like follow it, something cool happens. So let's talk about learning to follow it. And, you know, let's speak specifically about because hate it for everybody who's not a generator with the sacral authority in here, but we're, we're going to talk about this mm-hmm, <laughs> in the mm-hmm, podcast mm-hmm. day. So how do you start to learn to listen to your sacral? How did you connect with yours? So I feel, I mean, you teach me a lot about this too. You came into my mastermind and did a training on womb healing and sacral healing and all of that. And I think, so it's interesting because I still think I have a lot of work to do fit on my physical body, mm-hmm. my physical sacral and womb and, and all of that. But energetically, I've learned to listen to it. And it speaks two different ways. So the sacral really, it can be that like life force energy or butterflies in your stomach of excitement and hope and something like that. It can also be just like a full body, yes, that then comes up through your throat as a noise. They're like guttural things. And kids do this all the time, especially sacral kit, sacral beings. But, um, you know, a sacral only knows yes or no. There's no maybe if it's, if it's not a heck yes, then it's a no or not right now. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be like pulled up through the head, but let it come up through the, the throat. And it'll be like, yes, like, oh my God. I mean, it can sound sexual. It can sound like relief. It can sound like, eh, like that's a no, you know? And so like, as I'm coaching people, we usually do a 60 minute human, like a zoom human design reading, and then a week of boxer coaching. And in the boxer coaching, it's so interesting because they'll like, ask me a question and I'll say, go back and listen to yourself talk. You can hear your sacral saying, fuck no. Yeah. Like, 
And then once you learn that, and once you learn to actually listen to yourself and let that energy flow through your throat, it's so easy. It's like, well, that was a no, Mm -hmm. you know, like, dang it. And you, and then you realize how much time and energy you've wasted before on things that were a fuck no. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Which is hard. So many things like things I've felt wishy-washy on that now I'm just like, yeah, if it's wishy-washy for me, that's a no. Like it has Mm -hmm. to, it's just eh, not at the, yeah. Like not right now, like what you said. And I love the whole, let it come through the throat because also so much of what I do when I work with people, I just worked with one of my 16 year old clients this week on this is connecting with her womb through sound. So it can also go, you know, when you're trying to activate that space, it also can go the other way where you're making the sound and feeling it the whole way down and then feeling it and letting it come back up. So that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. It's all connected. And so you have this podcast, which is amazing. I love it. And a group, a membership, which yes, I taught in. So how can folks connect with you and learn from you if they so desire? Yeah. Best thing to do is come say hi on Instagram. It's at you do woo. Um, grab the free cheat sheet. It tells you how to get your human design chart for free and free cheat sheet. Just DM me with any questions. And then we can go from there. I have lots of different offerings from 70 bucks to way more like a whole like three month session with me. So I have all the things for everybody. And if you just want the free resources, the podcast you do woo is a great place to start. Absolutely. And so as we close, I'd love if you'd share if there have been any, you know, huge, like what's a crazy transformation that you've seen when you've worked with someone who, you know, went from not knowing anything about human design and not accessing that part of themselves (laughs) to blossoming after working with you. So one of my clients this year, I actually think she found me in January of this year and she booked a human design reading with me. She actually, she's great. She actually comes from a very religious background. And so she was very nervous about getting a human design reading. And I do a pretty good, you know, I grew up Christian and I still have a lot of, you know, some beliefs I've been like, "Mm -mm, no, can't do the dogmatic the dogmatic, uh, religious stuff. But then some of it, I'm like, you know, I really connect with Christ consciousness, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm able to help people like that with not feeling so scared. So I, I showed her what all it meant and how she could apply it without it feeling like it was contradictory to her religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then, and now she wants to become a human design reader and she started a podcast and it's huge. And she has a mastermind and a membership and it's been four months Ah. since we had our human design reading. What's her human design? She's a Manny Jen. Okay. So, and which is, she has a lot of manifester energy that she wasn't really utilizing and she was already doing some business coaching, but I was like, have you thought of a podcast? Cause that would really help flow, you know, get that, that throat chakra energy flowing. Um, so it's been amazing for her. That was just the most recent one. Beautiful. Well, Allison, thanks so much for coming on. And um, I'll put all of the links in the show notes, including where we can get the chart if those folks are still listening and haven't gotten their chart yet. And then all of the links to connect with you, the podcast and all the good things. Thank you so much, Leslie. I'm so grateful to be in your world. Mm, I hope you loved that episode and it helped light you up. I hope by now you have gotten your chart, you know what your human design authority is, and you really can just start to tune in to the energy of Allison's description of human design and how it can help you. 
I could not recommend her podcast more, guys. Go check it out, especially if you want to deep dive into human design. Clearly, we did not have enough time to talk about that today, but it is an excellent source for you, and it's a free source as well. I'll also put all the links to Allison's Instagram and all of her offerings in the show notes. You can find me on Instagram at Leslie Draffin and at the Light Within Podcast. Shoot me an email, hello at lesliedraffin.com. I would love to hear from you. And remember, you can get your free one-on-one consult call with me all around cyclical microdosing, my new 10-week group integration journey to bring you back to yourself connect you with your womb, your cycle, and your divine feminine through intentional plant medicine. The link for that consult call is in the show notes too. Thanks so much for spending some time with me this week. I hope you have a beautiful one. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.